What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Fun Cast, episode 80. We are old as hell. We're 80 years old. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and it is, what's today? May 26th? I don't know. Day 100,000 of quarantine? I have a question for you, people of the world. What would you do? What would any of you do for a Klondike bar? And joining me is your uh, my co-host, Ahmed. Hi. Thanks, Paul, for the introduction. Um, Sorry, I had to start with a very artistic tweet from our very own at that guy Ahmed. Listen, why would anyone ever do anything for a Klondike bar is okay. the question. The, the Neapolitan ones, though, are pretty good. Why wouldn't you like, just have not, Neapolitan not, okay, ice cream? They're not... If anyone defines them as a freezer staple, they're sorely mistaken. <laughs> they're not nearly that good. They're Orange not creamsicles are even, that good. Like, I don't... I don't know. Maybe this is just me being a bitter old man. But really, any of the desserts that come on a stick that aren't specifically the strawberry eclairs from Good Humor, they don't deserve okay, to strawberry be strawberry eclairs. They're strawberry shortcake ones, right? That's Whatever what they are. About. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. There's like the chocolate one and the strawberry with the little, one. With the fake crumbles? Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not chocolate though. Those are there's like they, the strawberry there's two one. of them. There's a chocolate one and a strawberry one. The chocolate one is passable at best. Yes, it's the strawberry one that slaps. The strawberry one's the ticket item. It's that fake strawberry taste inside. Yes, it's just like pink it's, flavor, and you're like, yes, that's what I want. And yeah, it is. But then you're like, hmm, what's in this? Fake artificial sweeteners? Disgusting. Who cares? But it's better than a Klondike bar, and that's the. But point. you know what? You know what is a freezer staple? What a choco taco. I don't know if I can agree with you there. Really? Don't the oh, Choco man. Tacos have, like, the crumbled nuts on the outside? No, no. Am I thinking of something different? Uh, hold on. Please stand by, good people of the world. Choco those, like, Taco. Those freezer ice cream cones with, like, the they, nuts they on the do, top? I hate those. Yeah, no. Those are passable. The Choco Taco is the one where it's, like, literally a cone, but in the form of a taco, and then it has, like, chocolate on the outside. Yes. I think there might be nuts, like, ingrained in the chocolate. Yes, there are. But then are. it's got vanilla cho- vanilla ice cream with, like, swirl in it. Hmm. I don't know. I think my, my issue here is that... You're an old man and your taste buds are broken. <laughs> no, I'm not really a big fan of, like, freezer ice cream in general. Like, I've never had... The only, like, Ben and Jerry's and, like, the really chunky ones with, like... Where it's basically just a brownie with a side of ice cream. Those are the ones I like. But, like, I don't know. Like, if I'm getting ice cream, it has to be... Either soft serve, or like from a um, from like an actual creamery, like Thomas Sweets or whatever, like where they actually make the ice cream in house and it's like fresh and it's good. But all right, I don't know. I applaud you and appreciate the fact that you're trying to act like you have class or something and standards. <laughs> I However, don't have standards. I love us the peon poor foods. folk that live outside of New York City, where you pay a million dollars to live there. <laughs> we have to live on dollar strawberry shortcake bars. And fifty cent Klondike bars. I'm so okay. sorry for your life. <laughs> I haven't oh I haven't purchased ice cream in a long time. I haven't had ice cream in a very long time. I realized neither, when it comes to sweets, it's like it's cookies or bust. That's really you what know. I'm about. Well, you know what? The only thing that we had that was like in the freezer that could kind of quantify as ice cream or qualify as ice cream. My sister gave us a bag of of flips, like the chocolate covered pretzels, and she's like, "Put them in the freezer. You'll thank me later." And I did, mm. and I thanked her later. <laughs> and I thanked her later. Amazing. Yeah. Have you ever so, tried putting Pop-Tarts in the freezer? Mm, that sounds like a bad idea, just because of how flaky Pop-Tarts are. No, they suggest that on the label. It's like, toast mm. them, eat them out the wrapper, uh, microwave them, or freeze them. And I'm like, mm. freeze them. So I tried it. Mm. It was actually pretty good. 
Mm. It's not my preferred way. I think definitely toasted is the best way, but yeah, freezer. I would say beer. toasted is definitely the preferred way to eat them. But but um, anyways. But yeah, anyways, Klondike bars suck. End of story. I had to, well, so it's funny, because every once in a while, my uh, my Twitter uh, my Twitter app will be like, Ahmed tweeted blank, and I'm like, why do you keep telling me that he tweeted? Like, I'll eventually see it, but it's always like 20 hours late. <laughs> because it knows so, that I'm important to you. Uh, I, yeah, I get that, but, <laughs> oh. Uh, <coughs> may oh. you be blessed. Oh. <coughs> oh, man. Perfect. That was good. Good stuff. I love love sneezing. Good stuff. Feel so good relieved stuff. after I sneeze. <laughs> anyway, excuse me. Thank you for the blessings. Mm-hmm. As I was saying, so it's like Ahmed tweeted, "Why would anyone do anything for a Klondike bar?" And I'm like, "Okay." I mean, he has somewhat of a point. <laughs> it wasn't so, that anyways, long. I tweeted that like I don't know five hours before this podcast recorded. Yeah, but still, it's old. It's a it's a fossilized tweet. <laughs> it's old now. It's, it's old. So. Anyways, welcome to What the Fun Cast. So this is episode 80. Obviously, as we say every time, we always have a little bit more episodes than the numbers call for since we have these halves, the half episodes and spoiler casts and everything in between. So regardless, we're coming up on 100. I don't know what we're going to do. Probably make some empty promise again that we say we're going to do something and then we don't. No, but now that we're like professional streamers, we could stream or do something exciting. Yeah. So the capture card came in. But everyone's like, every time I'm like, let's go to your island, everyone's like, mm, my island is asleep. So <laughs> we can start with our own islands and then we can extend it to uh, have special guest islands. But I think we should really start with Lauren's considering it was her idea. She has literally been like, I can never, you can never look at my island. It's not ready yet. And I'm like, Lauren, <laughs> the time, the clock is ticking. You need to finish your island. She's her like, island looks so good. And so does yours, we'll watch. What? Uh, we'll, maybe we'll watch like some video on uh we'll watch some video on youtube and it's like she's like oh my god my island is the worst island i've ever seen i'm like lauren stop so, i'm still not anyways. at the stage where i feel like i can watch those videos and not feel terrible about myself but like i don't know the amount of effort in putting up all those custom designs i'm like what is the point like what who am i doing this for like i'm not getting any enjoyment out of it what if yeah. i just didn't do it i enjoy like putting furniture around and stuff but not to say that the Animal Crossing fad has, like, worn off, but I'm like, okay, give me the new fish and the new bugs, which more come in June, so I'm, I'm here for that, because that's, like, one of my favorite parts, collecting them. I want to uh, collect the KK Slider records. Um, yeah, I'm literally, I'm yeah. only missing the Golden Trout, which is one of the fish that's going to expire this month, and that's it. Like, so I genuinely actually haven't played Animal Crossing for a solid week at this point, which is shocking and surprising. Um, I truly said, Hi, my name is Ahmed, and I have not played Animal Crossing in one week. <laughs> one singular clap. Hello, Ahmed. Yes, that's Thank very you. good. Uh, go on. Tell us how you did it. Um, but yeah, no, I well, mean... Well, I played for 300 hours, and then I stopped. <laughs> Literally. Like, I... Because everything is, like, it's goal-oriented, right? Like, you pay for your loan. Done. You collect all the fossils. Done. You collect all the bugs. Done. You collect all the fish, for the most part. Done. Um... You, you know, decorate your island to get five stars. Done. Like, I've, I've decorated my island to the point where I have everything that I want. Like, the only thing that I'm maybe, like, actively doing that I would need to log in every day to do is um, the crossbreeding and making sure that my the new flowers that spawn, like, you know, get moved around accordingly so I can keep crossbreeding the flowers. But besides that, I don't know. You have my vow here on episode 80 of What the Fun Cast, May the 26th, 2020. <laughs> 9.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will never crossbreed flowers. I have no patience for it. 
There is no return on investment there. I'm never doing it. I just want the pretty ones. I want all blue and purple flowers. That's it. I'll like go pay a scam artist $1 for a flower. I would pay real money for some blue roses, but that's about it. All the other ones you are know, too easy to get. Hold on. Let's take a moment here to see what's been going on in the blue rose space. Ready? Watch. I'm going to type in eBay. Did you see that guy? Everyone's like paying like a boatload of money to get Raymond, the visitor, the yes. uh, villager. He's just like, he looks like an asshole, kind of. <laughs> he looks like the antagonist in like Gossip Girl or something. I don't understand. I don't what's what's all the hype around him? He's just a cat and he has two colored eyes and I don't know. He looks handsome, I guess. <laughs> he has a sweater vest. Gorilla. <laughs> like, I don't know. People are Blue Rose, Animal him. Crossing, New Horizons on eBay. Ready? Um, 18. No, wait. Waiting. 30, 30 rare blue hybrid roses. How much would you pay for them? Um, No more than $5. $5.99. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. As soon as we wrap up tonight at 1 a.m., Med's going to say, guys, I made a mistake. I bought, I bought blue roses. <laughs> I got scammed. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. I think five ninety nine is not that bad for 30 of them. And I guess they just come and, like, plant them on your island? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, what is the payment protection? How does that How does that work? Mm, I mean, technically, and people have done this to me where I've sold, like, a digital code for a game. They're like, oh, here, look, 10, nine, or 10 for two ninety nine. Well, I guess 30 is probably a better deal. But, and they've, like, redeemed the code, and then they charge me back. and like, mm, I never got it. I'm like, oh, okay. I love that. Thank you. I love scamming. Uh, yeah, this game is great. Um... Anyways, so yes, this is what the fun cast. So let's move into what have you been doing, Ahmed? Let's talk a little bit about you and your life. Obviously, the quarantine life, the life that we'll be living for the foreseeable future. We talked a little about streaming. Um, we'll be streaming sometime in the future here. Got lots of stuff to stream. What yeah. have you been doing? What's still new? Gotta, I still got to finish control. I haven't touched control in a while, but um, I've been getting, making pretty good progress on my like TV to watch list. Um, not so much movies. I haven't seen a movie in Lord knows how long. Um, I think the last movie I watched was Underworld, which was, like, three weeks ago. Um, But I finished Lock and Key, which I remember talking about starting last time. I finished it, and it was really, really good. Highly recommended. Um, It's a Netflix original, and season two is confirmed, so you don't have to worry about being left hanging. Um, Excellent kind of magical thriller series. I don't know. It's good. It's really, really good. Um, Then Magic for Humans season three dropped, and it's excellent. Highly recommend it as well. Um, it's just entertaining. It's not like your typical like magic show. It's very like comedic. Um, I guess like, it's kind of similar to what's that guy that's on True TV that's always after Impractical Jokers, Carbonaro Effect uh, or whatever. Carbonaro Effect, yeah. It's very similar to that, except I think um, it's just a little. I don't know. It's a little funnier because um, he kind of does like a whole bit to go along with his tricks, and it's good. Um, and then I started Avatar Last Airbender, which I have actually never seen before. So this is my first watch through of it. Um, I did watch Legend of Korra, um, which is obviously the spinoff um, in the past. And it was like a few years ago. Um, but I don't even remember much about it. So I'm planning on after finishing Avatar, rewatching Korra. Uh, but so far, it's really, really good. Um, I think it's only three seasons total. And each episode is like about 20 episodes. And each season has about 20. Or Sorry. Each episode is 20 minutes. Each season is 20 episodes. So you could think of it as like 
I don't know, 10, 40 minute episodes per season, which is very short for a series um, of only three seasons. So it's very digestible. It's really good. Um, it's obviously like kind of more of a kid's cartoon, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. And then, yeah, I haven't really played much else. Obviously, I talked about I didn't play that much Animal Crossing, but I've been playing a lot of competitive Overwatch um, and getting really angry at it because I was trying to place in um, in gold and like the competitive rank or whatever for damage. And I literally placed at 1992, which is silver, and you need 2,000 for gold. And I was like, cool, I'll just win one game. And then I proceeded to literally, no joke, go on a 15-game losing streak. <laughs> and I went down to 1750. And I was like, I'm never playing this game again. And then oh promptly, the next day, I played it again. Um, I'm back up to, like, the 1800s now. So, progress. Oh. But I'm very upset that I had to go through all of this. But I'm That's learning a, a lot. I'm getting a lot of good practice in for uh, when Overwatch 2 comes out, I guess. Not a Next complete waste. Decade. Next decade. Yeah, I guess they never announced the release date for that, huh? Yeah, but. no, it's never coming. Anyways, so that's what I've been up to. How's your life Nice. Doing? Well, it's very unfortunate to hear that you missed your uh, your gold by so little, but mm-hmm. um, and then proceeded to lose a bajillion times. So. <laughs> and then went Sorry for your loss. It's okay. Um, I'll live. But this is, uh, this is just how the, the crumbles the cookie, you know. <laughs> Shut up. Um, what have I been up to? Well, we decided to sit down and watch Upload on Amazon Prime, and we finished. We started and finished that, and that was pretty interesting. Um, for those of you that don't know, it's a new Amazon Prime original series about pretty much this. It's like a it's like a world where you like when you're about to die, or if you know you're about to die, you can upload. So you like upload your entire being into like a virtual world, pretty much like the afterlife. And, like, if you can afford it, though, because it costs a lot of money to, like, you're, you're in the upload world, you have to pay, like, a subscription fee to be up there. And, like, if you pay X number of dollars or whatever, you can live in, like, the nicer neighborhoods or the nicer, like, resorts. And if you're not as rich, you can, like, only get two gig of data per month or whatever, and you can only do so many actions. Like, if you think too much, there's a little meter that has, like, your data next to it. Like, it goes down. And if you think too hard, like, it uses more data. So if you, like, I don't know, you're more, like, animated in your actions or whatever, it uses more data. So it's a very, very interesting show. And so it's about this guy that dies suddenly and is uploaded. um, And kind of, like, what he discovers about how he died and, like, the upload world. And there's a love interest and, and all that kind of stuff. So... It, it, I don't know, it was very entertaining. They were short, like, 25-minute episodes, just like you were saying Cora is. Um, like, 25-minute episodes, and there were 10 of them. And there's only, obviously, a season one right now. So, yeah, it was really entertaining. We really enjoyed it. Oh, nice. And that it sounds was definitely... I was going to say, it sounds a lot like a Black Mirror episode, San Junipero, specifically. But oh, this sounds like it goes a little bit more in-depth, as opposed to Black Mirror is, like, just an hour. Yeah, it was it's it's good. There's like self-driving cars and it's like a very virtualized world and they <laughs> they do these different spins on like real companies, which is interesting and it's like oh, AT&T and T and like, <laughs> you know, like the, and I don't know, it's it's pretty clever. So, definitely worth a watch considering it's about 200 minutes of your time. So, um which is pretty much just like a a pretty long movie, obviously a very long movie, but um considering that, it's definitely a good watch. We we found it entertaining. Of course, we watched it when we started it. I got through one episode and then fell asleep. And Lauren, I woke up and Lauren was on episode six. I'm like, hello? You didn't wait for me? And then I didn't realize that they were like five minutes each. Or, or not five minutes, 20 minutes each or whatever. So, um, but yeah. 
Uh, what else have I been doing? I have been playing a little bit of Overwatch. The anniversary event's going on now. Um, not too much of that, but some. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons mentioned that before. Kind of just at the point now where I just do some daily stuff. I'm still picking fossils. I don't know why I have all the fossils. Um, looking for red. Red has literally not been on my island for I don't even know how long at this point. It's disgusting. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know how long he hasn't been on my island because I haven't been playing every day. But also, I've never seen him since the first day. So, who knows? It's... It is, like, so beyond ridiculous. I'm, like, so mad. I'm, like, I'm never going to get all the art pieces. It's just impossible. I just immediately gave up on that. I was, like, okay, we're good. It's fine. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, um, I did play some New Super Mario Bros. U uh, the other day, which was which was good. Um, I haven't played that in a while. I didn't play much of it, but I played a little bit of it. It was entertaining. Um, forgot how much fun those games are. Uh, and then I did buy and play a good amount of What the Golf. So, on Saturday... Yeah, I guess it came out Friday, and then on Saturday morning, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy this and play it. So, it's it's called What the Golf. It was previously an exclusive Apple Arcade game that is now making its way to PC and Switch as well. Um, and, it's, and it's a lot of fun. It's like this weird, quirky golf game. Like, if you look at videos, it's very almost like uh, Untitled Goose Game kind of humor, where it's like you're golfing, but, like, you'll go to, like, pull back on the ball and let go to shoot it and like the guy will go flying or whatever and like or you like shoot like a house or whatever as your ball so it's it's a lot of like ridiculous things but what i didn't realize is the whole game is a giant love letter to video games so as you progress through there's different areas that turn into different like they're themed after different things so there was one section like not to be completely spoilery but there's one section that's themed like Portal. And so you shoot a ball, and it literally looks like Portal. And they use, like, words that are very similar to Portal. Um, so, like, when you shoot, you have to shoot the ball through, like, a portal to get it and hit the and hit the, um, the T. Oh, that's Or cute. the flag. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So it's on, like, launch discounts. It just came out on Friday. So I think it's $20 marked down to 15 or 15 marked down to 10 I can't remember. But... Either way, there was, like, another part that was, like, super hot. So it was, like, you, for every move you make, every time you move the ball, like, the people will move or whatever and, like, try to shoot you. So it's really cool. Would highly suggest it. I think I'm, like, halfway through the game. I've put in about maybe three hours into it so far. Um, But I did try it first on Apple Arcade just to see if I would enjoy it. And I did enjoy it. So I'm, like, I'm going to buy it on Switch because we all know I'm more likely to play a game on Switch if I buy it on Switch. So Definitely Uh, are. Would highly recommend What the Golf. Um, but yeah, so aside from that, nothing else really, uh, like we mentioned before, we've, uh, got some new stuff that I got to play. I got some games off the Epic Game Store. I was going to buy Maneater, but it's got like these major crashing issues and I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're being fixed. So it looks I don't very know. much like Goat Simulator to me. <laughs> like, yeah, very so, similar. but apparently like there's a lot of people that are saying it's a lot of fun. So I'm sure it is. Yeah. I don't know. That another good example. Like I was listening to uh, uh, a podcast or reading an article or something about how like uh, oh no, it was on kind of funny today. They were talking about how what if you were to take a review and review a game, but then go back later on and like replay it or review the game intentionally like two months later and without all the hype and all like the 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 drama and well, not I mean good drama right like all the hype and the and the enthusiasm around like a new game release, like Final Fantasy VII, for instance, when that came out, people were talking about it, sold so well, 
Now it's like, oh yeah, Final Fantasy VII was good, but like not really anybody, nobody's really talking about it now because the people that the diehard fans have beat it. Um, yeah. Same thing kind of with Animal Crossing a little bit, where like everybody was buying it. Now people are still buying Switches and they're going out and trying to find Switches at all these different retailers and they're buying Animal Crossing. They're still talking about it, but not nearly as much in the beginning where it was like, oh, your turnips were selling for 500 or 600 bells. You were in it. You were royalty in this yeah. house. So it's like, is there kind of like a... A, a recency bias for certain games or like an anticipation bias like where you just want something to be good well I guess I don't know it depends on the reviewer right like does the reviewer want something to be great so they give it a higher rating than something that it might deserve or well no. there's always there's always that too where I mean some of the bigger companies are pressured to some extent on um, on giving some games that may not re- deserve a good review score a good review score yeah um, but yeah, there, there's that, and like that's where like Man Eater's a solid eight, but like everybody on Twitch and stuff is saying how great it is, how fun it is. You know, I was up all night playing it, but with just as many of them, you've just made people saying, "Oh my god!" Like Logan, for instance, our friend Logan went and bought it on Xbox, and he's like, "My Xbox keeps overheating and crashing," and that's like a known issue that it's causing overheating issues on Xbox One, and it's causing overheating issues on PS4 as well. Which I think is just crazy, and I don't know how that's acceptable. Remember Dead by Daylight? Uh, that made my PS4 louder than I even knew it could go. It sounded yeah, Dead like Dead by it was Daylight, like and that game wasn't even good. Yeah, it was very. I'm sure it's a little better on PC, but it's okay. I'm not yeah. in any rush to try it again. I really wanted it to be good, but whatever. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So, but yeah. Anyways, that's why it's just I a do very interesting on the theory. on the topic of reviews. I really like steam's review page like steam store page when it shows the reviews because it shows like um like uh recent reviews and all reviews so like take alan wake american nightmare for example when you look at all reviews it, this is just a random thing that i clicked out of my library i don't know why i picked this in particular but this is like the expansion to the alan wake game back in 2012 so all reviews it's it's rated mostly positive 70 percent of 4,000 users uh rated positive but the recent reviews are mixed so you can like see that maybe recently, like maybe there was a patch that wasn't that great, or maybe it just didn't age that well, or, or maybe it, like it's no longer it no longer holds up as well. So that I don't know. I, I really like that system, and I haven't seen anyone any kind of review aggregator because I feel like user reviews are really hard to find outside of specific stores. And for like Xbox and PlayStation Network and Switch eShop, there's no kind of rating system within the stores. Steam is kind of one of the only ones I'm, I'm sure the other like origin and, and uh epic game store have rating systems but i don't know steams is very upfront about putting user reviews like right at the top so i don't know it's really interesting which is which is good yeah interesting i don't know to think about um yeah like amnesia the dark descent all reviews says overwhelmingly positive nine percent 95 percent people gave it positive and research reviews still say very positive so it still holds up hmm. um those are in the last 30 days as we consider recent so Pretty cool. Interesting. That is pretty cool. Anyways, moving on. Um, shall we jump into the hot tops? Now that we're 23 minutes in. What other option do we have? Going to sleep? No, there's no time for sleep. I just had a coffee yogurt. Does it actually have caffeine in it? I don't know. Let's see. I feel like it doesn't. I feel like it's just coffee flavored. Or maybe it does. Yeah, I Who knows? I was I was mostly joking. Um, I don't know. Where... You seem pretty hype. Ingrid, I was hyped before. We had a delicious dinner we had flank steak not steak steak stuck in your teeth the gifts it keeps on giving oh yeah uh let's see ingredients cultured milk cane sugar water 
fruit and vegetable juice concentrate, natural flavors, fruit pectin, guar gum, coffee extract, lemon juice concentrate. So okay, there's so coffee there, extract. There's coffee extract, but if there's yeah. caffeine, then it'll label like the caffeine content. It should. Protein, protein rich. Caffeine. Mm, it's high in sugar. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I I see no, I see no caffeine. That's that's very. I mean, it's probably it says, for it the says better. authentically crafted. It's a whole milk yogurt. Hello. I don't know about that. Oh, anyways, I guess it has no caffeine. Thanks. I'm just gonna go back to sleep now. Good night. <laughs> now suddenly you're tired. Anyways, gonna, well, it's gonna be like uh, Space Jam, right? I'm gonna drink my water and it's gonna get me hyped. Ready? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anyways. When I almost shot that water right at my microphone. I'm glad that you didn't. Jump into the hot All right, tops. moving in. Let's do it. Disney Entertainment Hot Tops. The first one is a pretty big one for Percy Jackson fans out there. You've probably already heard it, but in case you haven't and you're ready for redemption. So everyone kind of knows that the Percy Jackson films that were released about seven years ago, I think was the last one, um, were pretty bad. Uh, but the good news is they're coming back as a Disney Plus series not so the movies aren't coming back it's an entirely new percy jackson original series is being written for disney plus um officially announced by the writer himself rick riordan 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 i don't know how to pronounce it um this one uh comes from the verge rick riordan's beloved long or beloved young adult fantasy series uh percy jackson is getting another shot at the live action treatment seven years after the last film was released uh, he announced the project on Twitter, adding a note of reassurance to fans who were left livid over 20th Century Fox's original film adaptations in 2010 and 2013. It wouldn't end up like last time. Um, both Riordan and fans of his books, which follow the uh, demigod Percy Jackson as he travels around the country uh, trying to find Zeus's lightning bolt, haven't hidden their distaste of the two live-action movies. In a lengthy blog post that he published in November 2018, he reiterated that once he saw the final script and saw the way they were doing on or saw what they were doing on set, he realized that uh, I realized that I had to step away from my own peace of mind. Uh, the author published emails he sent to the producers asking him not to make Percy Jackson older. He's 17 in the films compared to 12 in the books, and he expressed concerns over the script's terrible writing and use of vulgar language. Um, so he says we can't say much more at this stage. But we are very excited about the idea of a live-action series of the highest quality following the storyline of the original Percy Jackson five-book series, starting with The Lightning Thief in Season 1. Uh, Riordan tweeted in a follow-up statement, Rest assured, Becky and I will be involved in person in every aspect of the show, or at least as in person as they can be, considering COVID. Uh, but then, uh, in a follow-up tweet that I saw, he like is literally writing the script himself. So, that's good news. Mm. I hope that it turns out well. I never actually saw those original movies, but they always seem to be something that might be up my alley. But, um... Maybe I'll read the books this time. Who knows? Ha! <laughs> you just told me you can't read. I can't read. You're right. I said maybe. That's the key word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. <laughs> speaking of things that are coming to Disney+, Plus, this one's coming a little speaking sooner. Speaking things I don't know how to read. <laughs> Shut up. This one's coming a little sooner. Muppets Now is coming on July 31st, officially. Um, this was... I think we had definitely talked about this one in the past... Um, in our like you know Disney Plus coverage episodes of which there were many, um, so Muppets Now is the Muppet Studios' first original series for Disney Plus. In the six-episode season, Scooter rushes to make his delivery deadlines and upload the brand new Muppet series for streaming. They're due now, and he'll need to overcome. He'll need to overcome whatever obstacles, distractions, and complications the rest of the Muppets gang throws his way. And that one comes from Attractions Magazine. 
Very exciting stuff. I'm excited for that. I am excited. I don't about that. you. I love the Muppets. Muppets. I... Muppet Vision is like hardcore. One of the most underrated rides. It really is. It's it's very. Or shows. It really sucks you in. It's good. I don't know. I really enjoyed that ride. Well, show I guess, but I don't know. I grew up on the Muppet Show. I grew up on Muppet Babies. Mm-hmm. I grew up on the Muppet movies. Um, I don't know. I love the Muppets, especially the new Muppet movies. They I felt like felt like they were a good throwback. The they Muppets were. and the Muppets Most Wanted. Most Wanted was like, eh. but especially with that haunted Kermit. <laughs> I don't. Remember. Yeah, most most Wanted was weird. I liked the first one a lot. That was really yeah. good. One with uh, what's his face? What's uh, the actor's name? The first one. Um, the oh my from god! Call him at your mother. Yes. Oh my god. Whatever. We all know his name. <laughs> no, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, you look it up. No, I'll look it up. You should take this next one. All right, that's fine. I'll take the next one. Well, guess what, people. The world is ending, things are closed, but Disney World executives are submitting their proposal for a reopening strategy. This one comes from Deadline, who reports... What? Breaking news, Doug Lyman to direct Tom's, Tom Cruise movie to be shot in outer space. Okay, thank you, Deadline. I don't care about that right now, though. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, Sorry, it's, it's Jason Siegel, by the way. Jason Siegel. oh my gosh. I, I never would have guessed that. <laughs> no, me neither. Okay. All right, so Deadline reports. Jill Goldsmith from Deadline reports. Walt Disney World Resort to submit phase reopening plan on Wednesday following Universal's proposed June 5th date. For those of you not keeping up, Universal Studios opening June 5th. Uh, Disney Springs, which was formerly Downtown Disney, did reopen up on May 20th. And now uh, looks like Jim McPhee, Senior Vice President of Operations for Walt Disney World Resort, will give a virtual presentation on the plan. But the company is apparently saving the proposed start date until tomorrow. So I would say... The proposed opening date is going to be June 4th, just to beat out Universal, because these two fight like cats and dogs. No, I think it's going to be July. I would agree with that, actually. If, uh, yes, I, so my initial thought was always July. I believe something went out saying, if you were planning to come in June to cancel your trip? Yeah. Or they were canceling it through, like, mid-July or something? I don't know. I'm trying not to keep up with it. It's so depressing. Um, But Universal City Walk did open up two weeks ago. And then Disney Springs opened up, like I said, six days ago. So be very interesting to see uh, what happens here. Obviously, the Disney parks, excuse me, much like the other parks, did all close up around mid-March, right after we left, literally days after we left. Literally. Um, oh and Which is insane to think that we literally spent some of the last hours uh, that the parks were open in the parks. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, this is exciting. Um, to see some bit of normalcy, and hopefully we start trending in the right direction overall from every perspective, not just a few perspectives that look good right now. Yes. So, and, it'll be yeah. it'll be exciting to have cast members back in the park and people working and you know, safely. Um, oh, sorry. So let me let me read the the bulk of this here. So deadline reports: Walt Disney World Resort will submit a proposal for phase reopening. Uh, at a meeting on Wednesday with the Orange County Economic Recovery Task Force, uh, one thing to note here, this is the same task force that Universal had come and proposed it to. They're making all the calls. Uh, the move comes after Universal Orlando submitted its plan. Anyways, sure for the next sentence. Uh, <laughs> to start a phase reopening on June 5th. The Comcast-owned resort, if it's any template, set its goals to reopen to employees for testing on June 1st and 2nd. On June 2nd and 3rd, the park would open to invited guests and some pass holders with a wide opening to the general public on the 5th. Safety precautions will require employees and visitors to wear masks, which the park will provide if necessary, and have their temperatures checked. Um, So, I don't know if you've seen it, Ahmed, but I spent some time this weekend watching 
one of the videos of someone that went to Shanghai and kind of what that process looks like. And and this may have just been the footage, but surprisingly people seem pretty respectful of everything, of the rules and and the guidelines and the distancing and everything. But obviously, Shanghai is a massive park with a lot of space, right? So somewhere like Disneyland, Disneyland proper in California, I don't know if it would be as easy to be able to space yourself out, social distance yourself from others and so on. I'm thinking in specifically a park so like the area in front of Pirates on the, along the bay back there. Yeah. Is like impossible. It literally is so narrow. It's so well, that's the thing. So will it be a, a capacity crunch where you only allow 25% or 20 or whatever the percentage is of maximum capacity in? You're going to have people that are going to be all pissed off, but that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, you know, if you choose to r- go down to the parks right now when things are really uneasy, that's kind of the price you're going to have to pay. Yeah, I think it's going to be reduced capacity because... One, I don't think they're expecting, you know, full capacity immediately right away, even though it is summer season. I think despite what the Internet comments might have you feel that there are a lot of people that are not stupid and won't yeah. like immediately jump down and be like, OK, virus is over now because I'm bored of it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think I think it'll be limited capacity. Six Flags also uh, just released their plans today. Uh, and they were talking about how it would be a phased reopening with like uh, very limited capacity, like people would have to make reservations in advance and and whatnot. Um, but what's really cool, our local like I guess yeah, it's our home park I guess Six Flags Great Adventure. So when we were kids, their safari was a drive-through where you literally drove your own car through the safari, um, and they've since converted it to be more like you know, Disney World Safari, where it's an actual licensed driver that drives in a safari truck, um, so it wasn't kind of a free-for-all. But they've actually reverted back to everyone goes in their own cars and drives through the safari again, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, um, that is interesting. So it gives them kind of an option to, to at least utilize that. And um, I don't know. I hope that they have the infrastructure because I, I don't know if it was fenced before. No, I guess the animals could cross the road. I don't know. It was a little wild. And people, I guess, complained about like animals smashing their mirrors and whatnot. But Yeah, well, you accept that liability when you go into that park. So Exactly. So... Yeah, so it'll be interesting, but yeah, they were saying like the, there'd be like limited capacity on rides, and the standby lines would have like distancing in place, like via you know stickers on the ground or whatever, and mm-hmm. um, and people would be you know spaced out on the actual rides, like every other row or every other seat, etc. So it's just such a crazy, 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 crazy world that we live in. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I don't know. I'm just wondering, how do you ride a roller coaster while maintaining distancing? Because like it's going so fast. Like, the person in the front row could, like, cough and be asymptomatic or something. And, like, all the germs just spread to everyone behind them. Imagine having to wear a mask on the ride. You definitely are going to have to wear the masks on the ride. There's no question so then, about that. So then if you cough or sneeze, then... Well, I guess. You played yourself. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I think... Okay. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking that's just the one like, the leak. The leak. Yeah, I read, I read this tweet and it was like... What a world we live in, where I burp in my mask and suffer and suffocate myself. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh my god, but I was I was reading this. There was this tweet. Sorry, we keep going off on this tangent. I promise we'll be the last thing. This will be the last thing. Um, yeah, and it was okay. like, uh, think of it this way: if you're both, if two people are naked and one person starts peeing, you both have pee all over each other. If the person, or if you start wearing pants and then someone pees on you, maybe you're protected a little bit, but you still got a little wet. But if you both wear pants, the person that peed himself just played himself, and then you're safe. Like that's Truly. a good analogy for the mask. 
That's a great analogy. Right? You should tweet that right, right hot off the heels of the Klondike bar tweet. <laughs> I won't tweet it. It was already been tweeted. I don't steal no, tweets. No, you got to tweet it. Steal it. I'll retweet it. Steal it. it. No. Okay, Gaming hot tops. Shifting gears. Vroom, vroom. Not really. What do you mean? What else so is there? more cancellations. More cancel. Oh, well, I mean, well, it's the gaming cancellations. <laughs> Hot tops. The gaming cancellations. The latest and greatest. Uh, midst of the coronavirus pandemic. It's just one thing. It's not that bad. It's okay. So, um, gaming it's officially. We're here. You if you don't like gaming, leave. I'm kidding. Stay. We love you. Um, <laughs> BlizzCon has been canceled um, with an online event planned for early in 2021. Um, so obviously BlizzCon happens uh, in the summertime-ish, I think, right around... Yes, it does. June, July. Um, so it's officially been canceled. Um, this one comes from IGN. It says, Blizzard has officially announced that there will be no BlizzCon this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. BlizzCon is the company's annual live fan event where t- Blizzard typically holds its biggest announcements and esports tournaments. Uh, in a blog post, Blizzard officially set, announced that it's come to the very difficult decision to not have BlizzCon this year. However, the company says that uh, it wants to channel that BlizzCon spirit and connect with fans online. Um, so they've planned uh, kind of they're they're still trying to figure out the logistics and different factors involved in an online alternative that will most likely be sometime early in 2021. Um, so not all hope is lost, but I think this was kind of inevitable. Uh, yeah, I've pretty much already went through all five stages of grief of New York Comic Con being canceled. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting for that announcement. So, I know it's inevitable, but it's unfortunate, but it's the right thing to do. So that's yeah, okay. I mean, and I'm sure there'll still be all kinds of announcements. Like we have the summer game fest going on, and this couldn't be a more perfect time to to hold something like that. Um, IGN just announced oh, yeah, the no, kind of summer fest. I don't know if you want to talk about that quickly. This is actually linked in the IGN article about BlizzCon being canceled. Um, Let me see. It's like a summer of gaming is what they're calling it. And it's kind of, it's very similar idea to the summer game fest that we had previously talked about. Um, but I guess it's IGN centric. Like it'll be hosted on IGN.com and they'll have exclusive interviews or exclusive, you know, talks with certain developers about certain things. So, um, should be pretty interesting. It should be. Um, so my, my Chrome said I'm asleep. <laughs> so let me see here. Hold on. All right, so that's the summer game. Okay, that's fine. Don't yeah. open the article. I'll talk about it my damn self. It's just a uh, very limited um, schedule. Like, Summer Game Fest is, like, four months. This is just from June 5th to June 24th. Yeah, so th- this was this was announced. Um, this was announced right around the time that uh, Jeff Keighley announced his thing. So this is... This was expected and and not not necessarily new, but it's cool that they that they came out with the schedule, right? So, um, okay, all right, I'm open. Maybe, kind of. So anyway, it is. <laughs> I tried to open up the next article, so I was ready, and it like opened up a blank page, and then it froze a tab in Chrome. I'm like, okay, thank you. I love that. Amazing. I love that um, for but, you. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see all these different uh, big names stepping up to try to fill in the gap of, of what was E3 because right now it's it's May right now we'd be hot off the heels of like a bunch of leaks we'd have like marketing posters leaking out of new games and, and instead we've got really nothing right so um, well not necessarily nothing but we have a little bit of something which we'll talk about in a minute 
But, you know, so it's nice to see Jeff Keighley, IGN, and so on stepping up to announce those games. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was one of those games, and I'm sure we'll have plenty more as the summer goes on. Which, summer of gaming news, that was my favorite time, especially as a kid with uh, all the stuff coming hot off the presses of E3 and everything after that. Yeah, and as a kid, I'd be like, wow, I can't play, wait to never play those games. And now that I have money, it's still the same thing. I, I know, literally. Oh, my God, such uh, a mess. Truly. It's fine. But let me tell you something. In just, like, almost two short months, Nintendo has dropped a surprise for you that you can be playing on July 17th. So out of the blue, Nintendo's like, they just released this trailer for Paper Mario and the Origami King. Well, Paper Mario... The Origami King, not and the, this isn't a Harry Potter movie or show or game. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I no, no, no. That no, that's fine. I I wasn't even reading the article. I literally did that from memory. So I'm like, oh yes, that's right. <laughs> um, so this one comes from Polygon, uh, who says the Paper Mario series is coming to Nintendo Switch this summer with Paper Mario: The Origami King, a new adventure with an or- origami paper theme and folding theme powers. Nintendo released Paper Mario: The Origami King on July 17th. Paper Mario the Origami King introduced a new threat to the Mushroom Kingdom, King Ali, a royal with world-conquering or world-folding ambitions. King Ali has kidnapped the entirety of Princess Peach's castle and conscripted Bowser's army, forcing Mario to ally with Bowser and King Ali's benevolent sister, Olivia, to defeat the evil king. So, looks beautiful, looks super cool, really stoked for it, really looks like it's in the, it's to the tune of the original Paper Mario games and not so much... The bullshit we've gotten from the Paper Mario franchise, uh, you know, pretty much in the past years. So um, we will what, see what's how What's the this... bullshit that's gotten from the Paper Mario franchise in the past year? What happened? There was, like, Paper Mario Sticker Star for the 3DS, and it was, like, this weird, like, it had this sticker mechanic that didn't really work. No one really liked it. Uh, there was another one, and the name escapes me, Paper Mario Games. Paper Mario. I remember the one, I think it was on... Game Boy or like the original DS that was really popular, but I don't I don't really know. So there, so then they did they did a Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. So it was a Mario and Luigi franchise game, like crossed with Paper Mario, and that's that one didn't get was. good reviews either. That was for three. That just that's very recent. Oh, maybe. Um, so it was the one. It was like the, I lied. The I lied. That was that. five years ago. It was five years ago. It was in twenty fifteen. That's recent. <laughs> in yeah, my eyes, that, that was my mistake. Um, Paper I'm, Mario Color Splash, that was one on the Wii U. That one didn't do well either. So, pretty much the only ones that did well were the original, the Thousand Year Door for GameCube, and I think Super Paper Mario did well too. That one came out on Wii. What was the one for, like, the original DS? Or am I making there, that up? There, was, there was no one. You're making it up. And what am I thinking of? I, like, have a really weirdly vivid memory of going to Walmart. And going to the game section and playing Paper Mario on a handheld device. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah, Super Paper Mario got good reviews as well. That was on the Wii. So hopefully, hopefully this one is also good. And you know, from what I've seen online, it seems that a lot of people are pretty hopeful that it'll do well. Uh, so hopefully it does do well, and we will see what happens. You know what? It was a thousand year door. It was a little GameCube. I remember now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, thousand year door. Oh, here, here, here. Just because you promised we wouldn't do it, we're going to do it. So, to deviate real quick. So. <laughs> just because I promised we wouldn't do what? You like threw your hand in the air. You're like, wait, stop. No, I panicked. Um, what, are you, what are we doing? I'm, what? No, you're like, I promised the last time we'll deviate. Oh, no. I was talking specifically about COVID stuff. We oh. could deviate about other stuff. Oh, okay, okay, good. So, as you may or may not be aware, with COVID 19 and everything, 
prices of everything video game related have skyrocketed. So I'm not aware because I haven't bought anything. I bought well, a gaming chair, if that counts. Let's say let's say you wanted to like what would be your well how much money would someone have to offer you to part with Rock Band Four? Um, probably at least I don't know 100, 150, like with all the instruments. All the instruments. Yeah, I'd say like 100, 150 ish. I don't even know what the original retail price was. I don't remember. Okay, a listing sold today. Rock Band Four complete. Uh, guitar, drums, microphone, and game. How much do you think it sold for? I don't know. The the tone of your voice is making me want to say like two hundred fifty dollars. Higher. Really? Three <coughs> hundred. Higher. Four hundred. Four hundred and seventy-five dollars and ninety-five cents. I almost fell out of my chair. I was like, that's it. We don't need Rock Band. It's going in a box. <laughs> oh, my God. But I bought so many games for that thing. I, I know. That's what I was telling Lauren. I was like, we bought all these songs. Or like songs, I mean. Uh, it's just like, and that was one today. One sold yesterday for $3.90 plus $40 shipping. So I just totally, totally random. But Are they so no paper, longer on sale new? Like, are they rare? No, or are they're they not. So apparently, apparently Rock Band 4, I guess, didn't do well. So there's a good chance that it's not going to happen again. So, I guess people are, like, consuming these, like, Oh, know, like there's not going to be a Rock Band 5, you mean? Yeah. Or, okay. So, either way, I was so shook. The reason I say that is because Paper Mario, the original Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door, those prices have skyrocketed, too, all of a sudden. Like, well, prices of, like, every retro Nintendo game you can think of have skyrocketed. It's just, it is insane to see what happened to the market um with with covid because everybody's getting stimulus stimulus checks people are bored people are shopping it's just it is insane if you look at like 175 us dollars obviously you take fees out and everything but you well, figure you get the at shipping least is also really expensive for like, okay so you figure shipping is like 50 bucks and then you take fees out you're left with at least 315 dollars i don't have the original box i don't know how to ship that no 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 like well yeah you need like an amazon box like you need like a gigantic box those drums are gigantic just buy like uh, I don't know something from Amazon <laughs> that would make that would have to come in a gigantic box. A closet? Like I don't know. They're so big. A closet? They break they down, Ahmed. They're only like this tall. But there's the footprint is really wide. Trust me, I've tried to like shove them under my couch and they don't fit under the couch. That's why I have them out. Like they don't go anywhere. <laughs> They're so annoyingly large. Anyways, needless to say, everything has skyrocketed with uh, with everything going on, which is just. I don't know. I saw that. I like randomly. It was like suggested to me, and I'm like, four hundred eighty dollars. This is one of those like sponsored listings where they try to take advantage of people. And I looked this sold, and I'm like, no, this is like the real thing. Like they're actually selling for four hundred dollars. That is so bananas. I was very shook. Anyways, how much is Ring Fit Adventure still selling for? <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure has like been fluctuating. Um, not really fluctuating. Let's see, Ring Fit Adventure. It's like the turnips fluctuating. Literally. Video games are like the stock market. <laughs> really Ring Fit Adventure, $227.99, $220, Anyways, now that my arm is healed and I have function in it and my pants are getting tighter, I would like to I would like to receive my item that, I, I, I that you purchased I offered for me. To, I offered to bring it to you and you said no. So I didn't that's, say that's no. That. I felt that's bad it. about you coming all the way into the city and then just driving home. 
so I was like, we could go sit in the park. And then you said no. And then you said, okay, so I guess I'm not coming at all. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm, I don't remember saying that last part, but okay. You we'll implied it when you didn't show up in my home. What the fun cast is canceled. <laughs> Friendship over. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, moving on. The Last of Us, speaking of bizarre things that people are going... Okay, this tab, this 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 one window must hate me. It's not opening up any links. That's fine. I'll do on without you. I don't need you. Browser. That's fine. I've gotten all uh, the important information you need right here. I know you did. Um, yes, yeah, so speaking of things that people should probably not be buying right now. That's what I'm the saying. Last, the Last of Us Part 2 PS4 Pro Bundle has been announced. So in case you weren't aware, the PlayStation 5, like the one that comes after the 4, is coming out this year. So if on June 19th you decide, ah, I must buy a PS4, then I guess this <laughs> is for you. But, you know, otherwise, then you should probably wait for the PS5. I mean, so anyway, this one comes... It does look nice, but, like, does it look that nice? Who knows? Does it look $400 nice? No, it doesn't look $400 nice. <laughs> so, anyway, this one comes from the PlayStation blog, uh, who reports that uh, The Last of Us Part Two is getting a bunch of stuff here. It's getting... Oh, thank you. Lauren Griffiths with the Black Cherry Bud Latte Seltzer. Um, <laughs> bottoms up. But anyway, bottoms up and the devil laughs. Um, yeah, so it'll launch alongside of the system. There's going to be a gold wireless headset. There's going to be the standalone controller from the system bundle. And there's going to be a two terabyte external hard drive that are all going to be Last of Us Part 2 themed that all come out around the time the game's launch. So the system itself will launch alongside the game on June 19, 2020. And the special bundle features a fully customized matte finished PS4 Pro uh, console engraved with Ellie's tattoo design, a limited edition DualShock 4 wireless controller, a physical copy of The Last of Us Part 2 game, as well as a code to redeem digital content such as The Last of Us Part 2 dynamic theme, avatars, and more. The limited edition bundle will be available across the United States for $399. US. Um, obviously, the controller will also be sold alone. The limited edition DualShock 4 controller will also be available as a standalone controller for $64.99. The limited edition gold wireless headset uh, features Ellie's Fern tattoo and the game logo will also be available for $99.99. And lastly, they're partnering with Seagate to introduce the limited edition Last of Us Part 2, officially licensed Seagate 2TB game drive featuring a laser etched design of Ellie's tattoo. So if you're really just Ellie's tattoo, you can get every piece of gaming merchandise with this tattoo on it. <laughs> that hard drive will be available for $89.99 US Dolores Umbridges. <laughs> I hate you. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting specifically because this is the first time they've ever engraved a console. Um I was reading. Is that true? Yeah, they were like they weren't even sure if really? they could possibly engrave it on there, or if they would just have to print it. But yeah, this is the first time I've ever actually engraved. Well, not any console. I don't know. They've been engraved other consoles, but this is the first time a PS4 has been engraved. Um, so it does look unique in that respect. Um, but again, why would it you definitely buy a looks brand unique. new console for like yeah. five months? Unless it's like a collector's item, I guess. But I feel like consoles just aren't collector's items. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, uh, I don't know. There are people that, that collect consoles and, you know, I don't know. I get it with, like, DSs because there's so many different limited editions. They're kind of cool to collect, but and they're not as expensive. But for a $400 system to sit in a box, you got that money. I still have the 500 million PS4 Pro box. I'm definitely planning on selling that as soon as the PS5 comes out because I'll have no use for it, especially considering... PS5 will be backwards compatible for the most part. So, oh, there you go. Mine's right behind me, too. 
Yeah, so I've definitely kept that one, um, even though I use it as my daily driver, but, like, it's sitting there. It's not getting scratched. It's just sitting there. I literally have the wrapping, the pla- oh, the plastic wrapping yeah. that was that came with it. Like, I left it on, so I'm like, why am I going to take it off? It's just going to get scratched. I feel so. like bleeding the plastic on is dangerous, I feel like, because it can, if it gets hot, the plastic can, like, warp or get weird or stick to it or something. That's my concern with leaving the plastic on. So that's, I mm. took that off, but... Well, I have good news. I don't play Overwatch nearly as much as you do. So. Overwatch actually is really efficient. It's when you play, like, I don't know, I, Dead by Daylight is the only thing that comes to mind, but I've, like, a lot of other games make, um, you know what, uh, which game? My roommate, Scott, was playing, uh... Dreams? No. Was it Final Fantasy? No, he was playing Hitman. Hitman is, like... I was like, I thought it was the fan on. I'm like, what is that noise? I'm like, oh, that's the PS4. Anyways, it's like Yikes. screaming. Um, but Hitman does look like a fun game. I think I mentioned this that I wanted to play it now that he's bought it and I can just access it for free. Uh, so it's funny because even like PS4s have totally gone through the roof as well. Like the 500 million editions are back to like the normal prices that they were when they first came out and they were super rare. Which is like 600 or something. Uh, there's an open box one, $800. Holy crap. Anyways, okay. That's even higher than it was. I remember it only like was around six hundred when it first came out. No, well, yeah, no. I mean, it was five fifty, right, when it came out. It was uh, like it, MSRP. It was five hundred, wasn't it? Pre-owned two terabyte PlayStation console, seven hundred sixty dollars. It's it's madness. Like, I don't know. It's absolute madness. I mean, even the Last of Us Part Two one is selling for like. More than what it's selling for on eBay. Are the pre-orders because, already sold out? Uh, I think so. Holy crap! Anyways, I didn't know this that. Is, this this episode's been brought to you by eBay. <laughs> I wish they got money. Last was part two PlayStation Four Pro. The problem is that all these uh, systems are sold out. So they're like like switches are sold out everywhere, and you know it's just a mess. Yeah, there's Last supply chain shortages time. like that resulted in like the peak of the virus in china and that we're now seeing the result of now so that makes sense which i'm also like now i'm wondering the etched ps4 pro for for last of us 2 like how did they get the factory to be able to do that in the middle of all this that's kind of impressive well remember everything was delayed so like last of us part 2 was supposed to come out in what april and then it got delayed to june yeah they probably had it on hand a while ago huh you're not wrong I don't. I can't find it. What's happening? Last of Us Part Two PS4 Pro. Is it even up for pre-order yet? Are people just selling it on eBay for fun? No. Yeah. It's it. It was up for pre-order. Here we go. Um, six hundred and fifty dollars plus fifty dollars shipping. Uh, six hundred dollars plus seventy-five dollars shipping. Six fifty plus forty dollars shipping. Seven hundred plus fifty dollars shipping. Yikes. Anyways, so I'm going to just go ahead and pack up that PS4 Pro and sell it now and then just use my old school PS4 in the meantime until PS5 drops. I mean, honestly, you could. I really could. $800. That's a lot of... It's uh, a lot of US dollars. And then they could just immediately fund the PS5, which I'm assuming will not be $800. This episode's brought to you by, like I said, eBay uh, and all the craziness that's going on. But anyway, brought to you by yeah, so. Scam. So, for us that hoard video games, I guess it's a good time to have all these games. It feels like we just won the stock market. Right? Anyways, not that I'm selling much. But, um, no, well, you know, I pulled well, out. Well, I sit here. I sit here and I'm like, oh, my collection's worth how many dollars? 
Interesting. Um, speaking of my collection, so the on- like the oldest thing that I actually still have in my possession, besides like the old um, NES. Yes, you didn't talk about this. Yeah, I totally forgot to talk about this at the beginning. I pulled out my old, my not old, but I guess it's old now. I pulled out my 3DS, which I hadn't touched in like forever. I think the last time I touched it was when Smash for 3DS came out. Um, but I pulled it out and I pulled out all my old games because I had like I owned a PS1 and I owned a GameCube, but I sold them off when I was a child and I didn't know any better and I was an idiot. Um, but I still have my 3DS and I still have all my DS games and 3DS games. Um, and I popped in uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf and Animal Crossing Wild World just to see how my towns were. Um, I didn't play any of Wild World, apparently, which was the original DS one, because I literally had, like, a bed in my house, and that was it. Um, but it's funny, one of my neighbors that I had on Wild World, I currently have in my town now, um, which is interesting. I have a kit, the kangaroo. But then I played uh, a little bit of New Leaf, and I really, I didn't remember how much I played of that, but I played a lot of it, clearly. Because um, I owned, like, all these really cool rare items, like piranha plants, and one of mushrooms, and whatnot, and... Uh, yes, so yeah. did I. I seem but to have a lot of the fossils and stuff. It was cool. Yeah. It's funny because I played a lot of Wild World and not a lot of New Leaf because I got Wild World. So I was obsessed with the DS, like obsessed with the DS. And it was a great system. And 3DS also a great system. Um, but I ended up getting a black DS Lite because I wanted a DS Lite so bad because it was so much sleeker and it looked so much better than the regular DS. And I like saved up all my money and then I bought a black DS Lite and I bought Animal Crossing with it at the time I believe and I played the hell out of that game I played so much and like I befriended these people on a forum that I can't remember what forum was it I don't know a forum the Nintendo forums maybe the Nintendo forums I can't remember which forum it was but anyway and they like duplicated stuff and everything and they were hooking me up with all these cool items and I was like oh this is cool (laughs) Because that had online play. So that was, like, the first one that had online play. And I'm like, yo. I remember, like, one of my... Not one of my first members of you, obviously, because that was in kindergarten. But I remember that, like, you had taken... I guess it was the DSi was the first one with the camera. You, like, went to a wedding with the DSi and, like, took pictures with it or something. Am I making that up? Yeah, you're making that up. Maybe I'm making that up. I I know what you're thinking of... What but I don't know. I don't think of? you. I don't think we were friends back then. We weren't, but I feel like it was on like your Facebook, and it was like, "Haha, I took these pictures with my DS or something like that." I took. Oh my god! How the hell do you remember this? I don't know. This just randomly came to we mind. We went. So growing up, like, my parents were always afraid of taking us to New York with. It's like especially after nine eleven because we were in what fourth grade when nine eleven happened. Yeah. And then it was always like my mom was always like super afraid. So there were times where she would take us into New York, and I think you actually came with us a couple times. Um... Or no, maybe I'm thinking of, like, the movies. Ah, whatever. Anyways, we went to New York, and I had brought my DSi because I'm like, ooh, we're going to go to the Nintendo store, and they're going to give me, like, Pokemon or something, and I'm like, i got to bring my DS. So we were in St. Patrick's Cathedral, and it was... I can't remember what it was, but there I am, my doo-doo ass, holding up the DSi, <laughs> taking pictures, because I didn't have a phone back then, I don't think. Or if <laughs> I did, the camera wasn't good or whatever. There's a ca- I'm like, oh, I'm taking a, can- a picture on my DSi. So I'm holding it up like that man with the iPad at the at the stadiums, big-ass <laughs> iPad in the air. I'm sitting there with my two-screen DS, click, 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 taking all these pictures. Okay, that, maybe so, that's what it was, because I remember a cathedral being in the pictures. I wasn't sure if it was yeah, a wedding no, I, or not. But... I was not at any weddings, believe me. Yeah, I was like, I don't know whose weddings. Anyways, yes. So I don't know why I remember that. 
that, but I do. It's on your like old Facebook albums. We can go oh explore that after this. Take some mm, screenshots for Twitter. We gotta go play Minecraft Dungeons after this. So that I is... have to make dinner and then we can play. Oh, Minecraft that's fine. Dungeons. My dinner's we very quick. Play... It's just shrimp. Okay, you can. But while that's fine. Perfect. All right. Um, rounding up the Last of Us news, <laughs> can't believe we're still on the topic of Last of Us. There will be a state of play tomorrow at 1 p.m. PST or 4 p.m. EST or EDT. I don't know which one we are. 4 p.m. on the Eastern Coast. Um, it'll be roughly 20 minutes, and it's just completely a preview of Last of Us 2. It's very similar, I'm assuming, to the Ghost of Tsushima preview, which was just straight play, um, straight, uh, you know, content, gameplay, whatever, of the game. So, uh, should be pretty exciting. Um, make sure to, if you're watching on Twitch or YouTube, to hide the comments, because I'm sure people will be in there spoiling things, because they're terrible. Um... But yeah, I will that, tell you what I will be doing. I am going to avoid the state of play altogether. There is no reason for it, in my opinion. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to buy the game, and I don't want to be any more spoiled, or like you said, risk being more spoiled. Right. Um, did you ever confirm what the date was for the review embargo being up? Oh, I will in two and a half seconds. Yeah. Uh, IGN's reviewer at least has tweeted that they have officially, you know, they have the game in hand and they've started playing it today. They tweeted like the. The they're screen. allowed to say that as part of the yeah they're allowed yeah. to say that as part of the uh embargo yeah but that's all they can do until the embargo is lifted and the reviews are posted which is roughly a week before the game actually comes out on june 19th um review embargo yeah it's literally a week so it's june 12th okay so it'll be lifted at 1201 pacific time 301 eastern time um on june 12th a.m or p.m a.m. At, at the middle of the night, I'm at. Okay, midnight. I wasn't sure. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Okay. Um, last but not least, rounding out the news here, we've got some um, Game Pass and Games with Gold updates. Nothing too too exciting. Or maybe it is exciting. I don't know. Maybe you're hyped for these. It's um, a little exciting. Yeah. No Man's Sky is officially coming to Game Pass for console and PC in June. Um, oh, PC as well? I didn't know that. Yeah. So this one comes oh. directly from the Xbox Newswire. Um, almost two years ago, our small team at Hello Games brought No Man's Sky to Xbox One for the first time and introduced Xbox One players to the infinite, procedurally generated universe. And given how avidly Xbox One owners love to play together, it was perhaps no coincidence that the series uh, or that the release coincided with the uh, large Next update, which brought fully fledged multiplayer to the game for the first time. Um, blah 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 blah. Let's see. It seems naturally. Uh, it seems like a natural and timely step to announce today that next month No Man's Sky will become to Game Pass, opening up our universe of possibilities to over 10 million Xbox Game Pass members. Uh, in addition, we can also announce that next month we're bringing a Windows 10 PC version of No Man's Sky to the Microsoft Store. Uh, our PC fan base has always been among our most active and devoted, and we are overjoyed about uh, to be able to count the Windows 10 PC gamers among them. Uh, it'll also be available for Game Pass for PC, obviously. So maybe I'll actually give this one a try finally. Who knows? Maybe not, realistically, but who knows? Yeah, realistically, no, but yeah, no, it's good news that it's coming. It's one of those things, like, it's comfort that it's there when yeah. I'm ready for it. <laughs> when I'm ready for it. Um, and then with respect to Games with Gold, which, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever redeemed any Games with Gold title, because I always forget that I have really? it. Really? Oh, man, I, like, beat myself up when I forget. I've probably missed out on a lot of them. I haven't redeemed any PlayStation Plus freebies in a while either, so I'm slacking, but... For the Yikes. first half of, a lot of good ones. June, from June 1st to roughly around June 2, well, I don't know. There's different timelines for each of these. They're um, all different. <laughs> they're all different. Um, but for the first part of June, at least, for the first two weeks, you'll be able to get Shantae and the Pirate's Curse and Destroy All Humans. 
Um, Serial Humans being like the original Xbox, OG Xbox game. Um, and then coming second half of June for different time periods as well is Coffee Talk and Sinamora. I don't know either of those two, but Shantae and Serial Humans is pretty big. It's um, yeah. So Shanti is Shanti. Oh, never mind. <laughs> sh- well, so not to rain on anybody's parade, but this Shanti is the first one that came out after the original Game Boy one. So this might be a fresh port to Xbox. I can't tell. Um, I gotta be honest. I don't know much about Shanti, but yeah, Shanti's made by Way Forward. Uh, it originally came out on the Game Boy Color many many moons ago. It was kind of like a cult hit, and then it's kind of blown up. Oh, yeah, no. Shanti has been on Xbox One for a long time. The reason I said it may have been new is because I know Limited Run Games did Switch and PS4. They did not do Xbox, but they don't do any Xbox games, so that makes sense. So, yeah, this came out in 2016. Uh, This Shanti and the Pirate's Curse initially came out for the DSi, and it uh, it is kind of seen as one of the strongest Shanti games. So, no, it's good. I think this is good. Stuff, yeah. This is I good. I don't, did you ever play Destroy All Humans? No, I I just feel like I've seen that game everywhere, but no, I've never played it. Yeah, I, it feels like it's one of those kind of cult-ish classics. It's kind of like Borderlands, where you like see Borderlands everywhere, but obviously, I don't know. I've never played it. But yeah, I, don't, I have, have no idea what Coffee Talk is though. Yeah, I don't know anything about Coffee Talk. It looks Ooh. vaguely anime. I see elf ears, <laughs> so there's that. And then I don't lend know, an ear to your customers as you serve up hot drinks behind a bar. As a oh, barista owner in this soothing and relaxing game, immerse yourself in the stories of the city's fantasy inhabitants where progression is based on the variety of beverages you serve. You'll easily get invested in the strong narrative of your customers' lives while playing this timely character interaction simulator. Anyway, I stay the hell away from that. <laughs> this sounds so good. It sounds like a coffee shop fan fiction that you can what? play out. It sounds great. Destroy all humans. Fire ray guns. Throw cows. And even disguise yourself as a puny human as you take one giant step for mankind. Oh, step rem- on mankind. Yes. I remember there being, there was like this old promotional material for Xbox, and it was like 76 reasons to buy an Xbox, like over, as opposed to like a GameCube and PlayStation, it was like, you know, better graphics, blah, blah, blah. It's not a stupid cube. Like, it looks cool. It's green. And then one of the reasons was like, you get to kill alien, or get to destroy humans as an alien. And it was like, what? Oh my gosh. So. Yeah, that game was super popular, I believe, at the time. Yes, and then oh, Sinamora, Sinamora, I guess is a is a shoot 'em up that was actually initially released in 2012 for 360, Oof. PS3, Vita, iOS, and uh, said so back Windows. in the olden days. Truly, and it's not that good apparently, according to Steam reviews. It's six out of ten. Yikes! Um, so not not the biggest news of this uh, Games of Gold release, but anyways, that's okay. Um, and oh, I re- I meant to put this in here, but um, I forgot. But I now remember. Um, for PlayStation Plus, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. No, 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 no. no. World, World War Two. World War Two. I knew it was something too, and it was war. <laughs> but you know, um, World War Two is going to be the uh, PlayStation Plus free game of June, along with another game that I'm not sure what it is. But I just uh, Call of Duty one was. It was yeah, I don't think it was announced yet. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't announced yet. I was looking that up, and I couldn't find it, and then I just totally forgot to, to note it down. So, yes, that has been announced. We'll let you know what the next one is next time. Yeah, so... Th- oh. <laughs> so there's rumors going on. This one comes from Forbes. Ooh, breaking the news. Le- the leaked PS Plus game for June is probably too good to be true. What do you think that would be? The leaked PS Plus game for June. Um... I don't know. God of War. 
That'd be too good to be true. I wouldn't say that. Is that what it is? No. Oh. Um, is it, like, super recent? Uh, pretty recent, yeah. Like, this year recent, or 2019? No, last year. Spider-Man? Yeah. Really? Interesting. Okay. Marvel Spider-Man is potentially the second free game. It's just a rumor for now. We don't have official confirmation. Uh, that one, let me see Forbes. Where are they getting this information from? Right now, only one game is leaked for June. Could you give me a larger pop-up? Like, are you kidding me? Forbes is... The really, whole screen was a pop-up. Forbes is really bad sometimes. Gamers Forbes and Business the, Insider. They spotted the game on the PlayStation Store with a small PS Plus logo next to it, and the price is set to free. Um, so normally seem like pretty solid evidence. The problem, the game has just been added to PS Now, and apparently there's a glitch that sometimes happens when a game is added to that service where the PS Plus logo shows up instead. That could very likely be the glitch in action. Yeah, um, I, I feel like it's way too soon for Spider-Man. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if like something like Days Gone was the one. Those were released around the same time, and I feel like Days Gone... No, Days Gone was newer, isn't it? Well, okay, yeah, they were announced around the same time. Days Gone did come out a lot later, I think. This is this is crazy. They're, they went through and like gave all the time frames in between when games came up. Uh, Spider-Man released on oh September 7, 2018. That was two years ago. Holy crap. Wait, really? Anyways, Anyways, I thought it was last year. Oh my That's God. 627 days ago. Uncharted 4 was just released on PS Plus in this April. It came out May 10th, 2016, which is 1,477 days later. Um, Spider-Man, less than two years old. It seems like incredibly likely. It's coming to the service, but then again, Detroit Become Human released in May of 2018. Quantic Dream PS4 exclusive released on PlayStation Plus in July of 2019. That's just barely over a year. And less time than between this June and Spider-Man's release. Um, I think it just depends on on whether people Sony, whether they see that people are actually buying the game brand new. Hold anymore. on. Indeed, if Sony has a PlayStation 5 Spider-Man announcement up its sleeve this summer, reportedly in early June, giving this game away to PS Plus subscribers would be a great way to stoke hype and get people even more excited about the upcoming next-gen console. I mean, they're not wrong. I don't Imagine. know. I guess we'll find out next week, soon enough. Or, well, yeah, in next due week. time. We will find out. All right. That is it for episode 80 of What the Funcast. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you all. Yes. You're the best. Thank you very much. Yes. Stay safe. Stay home. Wear a mask. Stay hungry. And stay foolish. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, my God. All right. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Wait, I took your line. I'm sorry. <laughs>